0: This is episode 536 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Friday, October 12th, 2018. I am your host, Mark Cousinez. Today I'm going to be talking about Call of Duty Black Ops 4 and the new Xbox One update, which introduced the new avatars finally to everyone, as well as the Alexa support. And it probably just turned on behind me. Um, but other than that, I think it's going to be a pretty short show. Because I've been I've been pretty busy. Uh, I'm working on finalizing the next episode of Attack the Backlog. Which will be going up this Sunday. Yeah, the 14th. Uh, that is El Shaddai, Ascension of the Metatron. What I'm finding, that one's a little bit longer too. I think that one's around... 24 like just under 24 minutes which was a a, a surprise to me but what i'm realizing coming off of castlevania symphony of the night is that it's much easier to cut together a 2d side scrolling platform i mean it's it's more than just that but a 2d side scrolling game than a 3d game and try to make smooth transitions because you know i could have Alucard running in in one scene, one area of the map, and then he can be in another area of the map, but still running in the same direction on the same plane, uh, roughly. You know, it's not always going to be perfect, but it could be a pretty smooth transition. You know, I just line up him on the, the same area of the map, but with 3D and jumping around and doing all these things, and something like El Shaddai that also has 2D elements, and then having bits of cutscene in there and just. I'm still figuring out the best way to cut together these videos in the smoothest way possible. Because I want them to look good. I, the, the video part is... The, I don't want to say it's the most important part. But it is as important as any other part. As what I say and everything like that. Um, but um, I'm excited to finish that one. to put it up. I am... I think probably in the last half hour or so of Spec Ops Line, which is episode 3. I'm on the final chapter, I believe, which is me visiting the, the man in charge. And I'm assuming it's just going to be a very quick chapter that ties everything up and has some kind of boss battle-ish thing, I think. And then after that, the, the game I'm going to play, I'm not sure yet. I'm thinking about some more current things that I haven't played, like because the, the the thing with backlog, it, it doesn't mean old games only. It doesn't mean last gen and earlier. I, I think at the very, like, anything that's not of this year is definitely on the table. And then maybe even things that are six months old or older. Maybe even not. I, to me, if it's not still in the zeitgeist, if it's not something that is still uh, something that people are regularly talking about it's fair game but I I do want to give it still some space just so that I feel like it's a true backlog game it's a true game that I really did plan on playing or whatever and I just missed um but you know I'm not sure uh and I I'm saying all this because I heard it mentioned again for the first time in a while on a podcast a night in the woods I believe it's called which is a game I've Wanted to play, I think I own it. That's a problem because I'm not going to just rush out and spend, pay full price for an older game when I have so many other games that I haven't played. You know uh, that that's part of the backlog thing is I have these games, I've never played them. I already own them. I shouldn't be buying more games, especially at full price, when I have these other games that I've never gotten around to. but if if I don't have that one, and, and depending on whether or not I I want to dive into that, because I'm I've heard some people say it's actually quite long, and I'm like ah oh, I I have the time, but I'm like ah oh, I kind of like doing these shorter things and knocking a, a good chunk of them out quickly. But um there was I can't remember if it's called Valiant Hearts or if that's a different RPG thing, but that one where it was set in World War One, two. I the there's the dog in it is a side scrolling thing. I think it's one of the uh Ubisoft Arts games or whatever the hell that branch of them is. Uh so that's there. I mean there there are a lot of there are a lot of little indie games that I could hit and I could probably knock out a whole bunch of episodes quickly, um, as opposed to just doing, you know, more traditional like, double-A games or whatever. Um, but yeah, I'm excited about finishing up El Shaddai. I'm excited about starting pre-production on Spec Ops Line, And then moving on to whatever Episode 4 is about. But that's not what this is about. This is about Black Ops 4. Not Episode 4 of that other podcast I do. And I've played 9... Not nine, I think seven. (laughs) It's a very different number. Not really, it's too different. Whoop-dee-doo. Seven matches of Blackout and one match of Zombies. And just to get Zombies out of the way right away, um, I played that, uh, the classic mode. So that's just, you know, hordes coming at you more and more uh, deadly. And I got to wave 15. I played with. AI um, did it on casual or the easiest difficulty, just to see what it's like playing with the AI team members and all that. And I have always liked the zombie mode, but I've played it mostly single player, and that, that limits me. So having the AI teammates there really does help. It it's and they're they're good at killing enemies and good at reviving you. But they're not the best at spending their money. And it, mostly in terms of, hey, open the freaking door because I don't want to spend my money on opening to the, ne- the new area. I want to spend it on weapons. So just open the door for me. You got so much money, spend it on that. But they, they don't always do that. They do if you just give them time. You just have to be patient with them. Um, but it would maybe be nice if you could have some kind of direction in there and so say, like, hey, go do this. Um, some kind of command system in there. But I really appreciate that they added the bot system because I do believe for zombie mode, it is the first time they've had AI. I know in the multiplayer, you could play with bots and have bots on your team, which I've always appreciated. I love it when these type of games have bot play because sometimes I want that experience, but I don't want to be online uh, in part because maybe I just want to wreck uh other teams and just be really, really good and feel good about myself. But also maybe I wanna play that experience, but I don't want to commit to being online and not being able to pause. Maybe I'm you know busy and I just want to be able to uh you know divide my focus. Um but I haven't messed with multiplayer in here uh, yet but I'm excited to play some of it. I I think it's called Heist or something, which is very counter strike esque in that you have an objective in the team The opposing team wants to stop you from completing that objective. I don't know if it's always like stealing this or planning something or taking whatever. But like in Counter-Strike, you start out with a pistol and a little bit of money. You can purchase a gun right away or you can you know, just go with the pistol and just save up money to get a better weapon in future rounds. And I I like that type of model. So I'm excited to try that out in Black Ops 4. But of course, the, the big mode... The one that everyone really cares about and the one that people are talking about and the one that will probably get the most play uh, is Blackout, their take on Battle Royale. And I, like I said, I played seven matches, I believe of it, and the first three matches were terrible. It was a horrible experience because I landed right next to at least one other person, sometimes multiple people, every single time, and I never found a gun so that... I ended up just dying within 30 seconds or so because they found a gun and uh, you know, there's, no, there's nothing you can do in that situation. There was one case where it was me and another person trying to punch each other while another person did find a gun and killed us both. Uh, so that wasn't great. But every time after that, I've found a weapon and I've ended up in the top five twice. Um, and like the top 25, the, the other two times and i'm enjoying it it's it's nice to have this variation on battle royale it's a much more quick it's a much quicker more action paced battle royale game whereas pubg is much slower the map is much bigger so you have vast points in time where you're just by yourself and it's a much more scary game because when you are so isolated for much of it hearing someone come up it's like oh crap this is you know i you could you could go a half hour without running into someone and then finally do and then it's just, it, it's, it's a much more tense experience it, it's still my personal favorite battle royale game and just experience I, I like that kind of feel i like the feeling i get from playing pubg um, it is always fun even if i don't get a kill even if i because it's i i don't think there was any situation where I ever died within like 30 seconds or so because even a handful of times I would land close to someone it would just become this janky nightmare of us either trying to punch each other and then occasionally running away trying to find weapons and then coming back and trying to punch each other stuff um it becomes silly in that way uh, or you could easily run away to somewhere else and find uh equipment um so I, I like that and I, I don't know if there's an armor system in there but that is still Somewhat of a problem because I've never found. I've only ever found level one armor. I I'm assuming there's level two armor, but going up against someone with level three armor, I had level one armor. I got a lot of hits into him, but he had level three armor, so he wrecked me, um, which sucked. But I I do enjoy that you have this much quicker, uh, more action heavy take on battle royale when you have the slower methodical tense pubg and then the build shit of fun ton a lot <laughs> of water i don't know you have fortnite it's fine people love it that's great i hate it i can't take the building mechanic I, it's just the worst thing in the world to me um i think i could probably enjoy that game in like quads or something like that where i could just be part of a team and focus on killing people and shooting which i'm good at and just leave the building to somebody else on the team but playing it solo i just when i see people start building these crazy things i'm just like i i don't know what the hell is going on i can't i can't handle this i don't want to learn how to do this i mean i could potentially learn how to build like that and do all that crazy shit i don't want to it doesn't look like fun it looks like a nightmare it's just i can't take it but um you know fortnite is great it, it it's runs well solid mechanics and all that um it's got a great aesthetic and all that jazz and it's free which is the killer part of it that's that's uh, the key to its its, uh, its success really um and back just going back to blackout um in the seven matches i played no lag at all whatsoever it looks fantastic runs you know super smooth um feels great You know, I just think, to me, what would be an interesting and it would make it significantly different from all other uh, battle royale games that I play. At least I don't know if there are any that do this. Is that, what if they tried, just starting everyone when you land instead of just having fists, you have the weakest pistol in the game. I feel like in that case, even if somebody found a better gun, I would still feel like I would have a chance against them. But if somebody finds a gun and I don't find anything, I'm just like I might as well just put the controller down and let them destroy me, because there's nothing I can do. And it's not a it's in like PUBG you can zigzag and run away from somebody who's shooting at you pretty well. In Call of Duty, I I don't think you can do that all that well. Um, but if I had a pistol, I would feel like I at least have a somewhat of a chance. Um, and I, I I guess maybe the the argument there is that if you if people land in a similar place that the people more people will die right away uh, cuz everyone will have a gun and an easy way to kill each other um but i don't know i think that w- i think that would be an interesting uh thing to try in like a mode or something like you know pistols start mode i don't know what you would call it but i think that would be an interesting thing to just try out and see how the community reacts because if they do and the community loves it Maybe that's something that you e- either make a permanent mode or implement in blackout universally. um that's just a thought I had um and I guess they're probably doing it for everyone, but after a few matches or something, they asked me, "Are you enjoying this experience?" I think that was blackout. Maybe it was a different game I was playing, but I feel like it was blackout. Whatever game it was, I said no because it was like if it was blackout, it was after those first three terrible matches. I like, are you enjoying this?" No, I'm not." Um, but at the same time, uh, and I'm the most kills I've had in a match was two. Um, I, 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 I feel like it'll probably be better when the game has been off for a little bit of while and more people are playing it as opposed to, cause those matches I all played at like 1130 central time, right around the launch time. So clearly the hardest of hardcore players were all playing then. So I was lucky enough to do well enough to land in the top five twice. Um, so, yeah, Blackout is a fun little thing. And I think Zombies is super fun. I love that there are AI, so I'm going to play that with my dad, try that out. Um, and then the multiplayer I'm excited to mess around with too. I still miss Campaign. I didn't do any of the tutorial things, which are their like story little vignette type of things that are really just tutorials or whatever from what I've seen. Um, but I do still miss that there isn't a campaign. And I hope I hope the future of Call of Duty isn't no campaigns because I like them. Um, even if they do, like, I would like it if they just did really like simple, uh, you know, structures uh, with, you know, objectives or what have you. Don't spend a lot of money. Don't spend any money on doing fancy cutscenes or story or anything like that. Just give me a bunch of scenarios or what have you that I that are like co-op friendly as well. Um, I think that would be great. I don't need the story, but I would like that kind of just objective base scenario thing that I can play with my dad or with a friend or whatnot. Um, I would like something like that. I guess. But those were more horde. Mode things I think like spec ops stuff they had and maybe Vex come in Modern Warfare 2 I think maybe um but yeah playing that a bit more Forza Horizon 4 which I feel like there was something I wanted to talk about regarding it but I don't remember um yeah and then the Xbox One update hit and It has introduced, like I said, the new avatars for everyone, which I like. I think they have a nice style to them, a nice look to them. I wish you could. I wish there were more ways you could adjust the head, because the head is just a round shape. You can adjust the chin. There are so many different types of shins, like long, short, narrow, wide, square, blah, 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 blah. blah. But they're all relatively round. And you also, at least in my character, they have no neck. And I want to. I want to give him a longer neck because I have a, I have a kind of long neck, but regardless, it looks like my guy has no neck. I would give him a neck. Um, so that's a bit (laughs) annoying, but they look good. I like that. You can, you know, put a, an avatar in a wheelchair. You can give them a prosthetic limb and stuff like that. I think that's really cool for inclusion and all that kind of jazz. Um, there are a lot of hairstyles but i don't feel like there's a good one that represents my current hair and there are a number of beards but not a good one for my current beard um but it's decent i'm curious if i'm i'm curious how these things will be used in potentially other places than just as like hey, this is this is my avatar this is my representation of me will they be used in games like the previous avatars like uh in Kingdom for Keflings and various other just like sort of cheap hair average i i i feel like a lot of Xbox Live indie games use them uh, that old moniker that old uh little place avatar drop avatar bowling they had that great arcade uh management game i forget what it was called but, you know, all your avatars and the friends, your friends' avatars would come into your arcade and play the systems. That was cool. Um, but, yeah, in addition to that, they also introduced the Alexa support for everyone, which is what allows you to command your Xbox like uh, if you have the Connect. so you can tell to launch games. One thing that sucks, though, is that I looked at some of the commands. It says you can just say start so-and-so game, but that doesn't work. It worked once and then every other time it's like, oh, I, I can't do that. Um, but what you have to say is, "Aha! Ah, tell Xbox to launch so-and-so game, which I think should work. Alexa, tell Xbox to launch Forza Horizon 4. Will it do it? Can you... Did it hear me? It did not hear me. What? I said I wanted Forza Horizon 4. You stupid, you stupid little witch. I don't what think it. What did I try? What? Alexa, tell Xbox to launch Forza Horizon 4. What do you mean, what did I want to happen? I wanted you to launch the game. You can't hear her, but she's being really painful. What, happened instead? what do you mean, what happened instead? What does that mean? I don't understand that. Alexa, shut up. Okay? What? I didn't send any feedback to Xbox. That's not what I wanted to do. I didn't want to tell Xbox to shut up. Okay, this is great podcasting material. I don't care. Alexa, tell Xbox to launch Forza Horizon 4. I'm sorry for everyone listening. Because if you... Forza Horizon 4. (laughs) You stupid fucking piece of crap. You didn't catch that. Well, as you can see, it works flawlessly. Um, I'm hoping they, they iron out all these kinks, because to me, that was the one thing I wish I still had with an Xbox, uh, with the Connect, is the ability to do that. I, you can do that with the headset now, and that works pretty well, but that means I have to put the headset on. I don't always want to put the headset on. I have an Echo in my room so why not take advantage of that um but as you can see of course it shouldn't matter that i'm not facing that because it should be you know i'm in the same room as it it's whatever eight feet behind me uh it should be fine i shouldn't have to be talking directly at it um should we give it one more try should we try a different game yeah maybe it maybe doesn't understand forza it's like do you mean Forza? Forza? Uh, is my pronunciation not well? Alexa, tell Xbox to launch Black Ops four. Will it do it this time? Is it doing it? Sounds good. <laughs> there you go. Sounds good. It's starting Call of Duty. Woohoo! Wonderful, wonderful. I don't actually want to play it. Um so that's not great. But it you know, it doesn't matter. It's launching it. Um I guess it just doesn't really want me to play Forza Horizon 4, and anyone who has an Alexa, shut up. Uh, I am sorry. I could have said something else. Well, I couldn't have if I wanted to demonstrate how it's not a perfect system. I know. Lay off, woman. <laughs> um. There's potential in it, but definitely it needs to. I don't know if it's an issue with the Xbox skill, or if it's just the voice recognition on. Like, I feel like the voice recognition with the AL EXA is pretty good. So, what the issue is here, I don't know. Um, maybe it just doesn't like my. Uh, no, because it's it's been fine before. So whatever. I don't understand what the issue is. Um, but it is still annoying that I can't like. It says you can say just start and then name the game. Um, Saying tell Xbox to do this is just like I feel like an idiot saying that. It's like, hey, can you tell the Xbox to do this for me? I I really just want to say, hey, just start this. Do this. But it won't. Um, Other than that, uh, I've just been watching a lot of Dragon Ball. I'm through about 41 episodes or so now. I am... Hoping that I'm done with this solo arc with Goku because I miss Balma and Roshi and Krillin and everyone there. Uh, Yancha and all, all those people. I miss having the crew around, but I still really enjoy the show. It's still really silly. You know, they have some things that are just like, oh, but then in this tournament that made me really want to watch Bloodsport again, which I think I'm going to do this weekend because of Dragon Ball. Roshi's alter ego was Jackie Chun or Chen Uh, clearly play on Jackie Chan Um, but that is you know potentially just something they did for the um, localization but you know probably not as well but then they just had a clear Terminator like they had the, the bear who was Arnold Schwarzenegger but then they have the Terminator just literally the Terminator looks like the Terminator has a part where it's just looking through his vision and it does the same like it's it's the terminator uh and i think they even say something to point like he's gonna will he terminate goku tune in next time to find out um but i really like the show i appreciate that you know we didn't just see goku's penis at this point we've seen krillin's penis uh goku really likes slapping vaginas and he kicked. I guess I, I looked. I looked into it and found out that this Chi Chi character is eventually Goku's wife, and I guess that's probably in Dragon Ball Z or what have you. Um, but he kicked her <laughs> in the vagina. I think, and I think it was just to see: uh, Are you a girl or a boy? And he kicked her, not like hard or anything. I think it was just like a pat. Like he just put his foot there. It's like, oh, is there anything there? Oh, there's not. You're, you have you. You're, you're a girl. And the look on her face was just like, oh my, I can't believe, like she was into it. And ever since then, she has been so fucking thirsty. She is so thirsty for some Goku penis, um, which is hilarious. Like the amount of sexualization in the show is unexpected and hilarious. Roshi is a ridiculous perv. Um, and sometimes I find perviness annoying, like in my hair academia with uh, the stupid ball boy. But here I find it very enjoyable and it might be because of its age um, but I like it. It's fun, and I still I love the OP and the ED. The OP always gets me excited to watch an episode in the ED. I enjoy, and then at the end of an episode, I'm like, oh, I I, I want to watch the next episode just so I can see that OP for the very first few minutes. And I'm like, well, I'm already here. I might as well just continue watching. Um, but you know, there's plenty of venuses, <laughs> venuses, there's plenty of penises. Uh, I, I I can report that Bulma has stopped showing her vagina to everyone. That happened pretty quickly. Um, But who knows. That might be in the next arc. It's just like the the vagina flashing arc. Who knows. Um, But I like it. I'm kind of getting... I don't know. I've watched a lot of episodes in a short period of time. So I'm kind of a little bit exhausted. And I just sort of also want to get to Dragon Ball Z. So I can see Goku as an adult. I'm like, I'm getting... You know, there's a, a nice sweetness to his innocence but it's sort of like oh give me the more like i'm pretty sure dragon ball z is more self-serious uh and more action heavy definitely i'm like oh just give me this mindless crap now i i wish i could just alternate between the two um and like i don't remember i don't think the tail bit is part of any other version of dragon ball like because i don't remember it at all um and when i'm watching these shows randomly as a kid uh, and him turning it into his little Godzilla thing, doing his doing his rampage thing, where he morphs, and then you know whatever happens, and then he shrinks down, which I guess will never happen again since Roshi destroyed the moon, which I feel like should have bigger repercussions than it, it did. Also, I had no idea that Dragon Ball took took place on Earth, but it does, unless they're they're saying it doesn't, and just for whatever reason, one man referenced Alexander the Great. And there's just an Alexander the Great on another planet, or they just they've visited Earth. I don't know, but yeah that's that's pretty much it for this here episode, which went longer than I expected, but that's how it goes, isn't it? I was gonna ask the lady behind me something, but I don't know what to ask her, and it's not gonna be funny, regardless, so. That will do it for this year episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. Once again, I am your host, Marcus Nez. Y'all can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Xbox Live, my on mail list, Steam, Twitch, and all the usual places at PX Sausage. The site is, of course, PixelatedSausage.com, where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, and Attack the Backlog, which are all available on podcast services across the globe like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. And of course, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, or attack the backlog, which I highly recommend for the latter, you can go over to youtube.com slash pixelated sausage. If you like crazy kooky colorful art, and you want to check out my art, because it is crazy kooky and colorful, you can go over to pxsart.com, and if you see something you like, you click the link, it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. I don't think The promo code TREAT10 is still live, but maybe it is. And if it is, I mean, you might as well try it. And if you see stuff you like in my store, you can purchase them and get a 10% discount on your order. And if you'd like to support the site in general and everything we do, like these here podcasts, like Attack the Backlog, The Art, all that jazz, you can go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way. And that, my friends we will do it for this here episode. I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day and a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Bye, bye.